0: Before you stand today, and because it's already a distraction... (laughs) The reason I'm on crutches is we had a ski day yesterday, and... Yeah, it was very fun for a while. Um, (laughs) But uh, something went pop in my calf muscle right before my binding popped off, so... Don't know what it is yet, but I can tell you this. I come before the Lord today with a fatted calf, so... I've been working on that since 6 a.m. Come on. All right. So we all come before God, though, with uh, carrying the sin of our own lives, the, the sin of a broken world, and we do the most honest thing we can. We stand and we confess before God that we are in need of God's mercy and forgiveness. So please rise. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who spoke light into creation, who calls us to listen and follow who sends us to shine like stars. Let us come before God confessing our sin with the assurance of God's grace and mercy. Holy and merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole hearts. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name, amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us and for his sake god forgives us all our sin here and now by christ's authority i declare to you that your sins are forgiven in jesus name amen, amen. did you feel the
1: mountains tremble did you hear the ocean?
2: Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord God, with endless mercy, you receive the prayers of all who call upon you. By your Spirit, show us the things we ought to do, and give us the grace and power to do them. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. I invite you to be seated for our kids to come forward at this time.
3: Come on up, kiddo. <laughs> Take your time. Talking to the kids or me? <laughs> Some people in the congregation remember I was at the same boat a while back. <laughs> all right, joy to see you all today. Come on up here a little closer. Can you? I'm a little scared. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Good, good. All right. Jesus says something pretty amazing to us. He says, you are, what is this? It's a candle. Yeah, he says, you are like a candle. That's what he says. Isn't that silly? Did you know you're like a candle? Now, if we could shut off all the lights and we just had this one candle, would you be able to see it from way back there? Probably would, huh? Even if it was dark, you could see you can see the light shining, and it actually, you know, touches everything. Um, just this one candle. Well, that's what Jesus said. He said we are lights, and we not just as, ooh, ha, hmm, not just as um, individuals like you and me, but we as a group are like a light that sits on a hill that shines. You know, we have a lot of lights in our world today, but. Back in Jesus' day, light was very precious. Maybe all the light you'd have in your whole house, can you imagine, was a little oil candle. It was like this. That's all you had all night. Boy, can you imagine living here? in the... Anyway, so then Jesus says something interesting. Here. Does this make any sense? Who would do this? Why would you do that, huh? Why would you be a light and then cover yourself up? This is one of those electric ones. Don't worry. Don't panic. <laughs> so why would you do that? He says, when we don't show love to other people, when we don't show compassion and care to kids in school, other kids, when we support mom and dad and they're trying to help us as best they can and doing what they do or like sometimes they might even ask you to clean up your room or do something. We don't do it. Um, Sometimes when we don't like to do that, that's like putting our light over a a bushel or blocking the the light. So Jesus wants us to shine. So that's what we're going to talk about today is shining. Let's pray. Thank you God for making us light. Let us be light, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you guys.
4: The first reading is from the book of Isaiah, the 58th chapter. Is not this the fast that I choose? To lose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, to cover them, not to hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator, shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, Then your light shall rise in the darkness, and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually, and satisfy your needs in parched places, and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall rise up the foundations of many generations, You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the spirit and of power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Praise you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket Until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never, ever enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ.
3: Let's set the record straight. We have this phrase that we sometimes say. Let's set the record straight, or I know my mom was really good at setting me straight sometimes. The the idiom means to clear things up. To give a correction. It's interesting that First words out of Jesus' mouth in the Gospel of Matthew that we've already heard in our progression this year is where Jesus says to John the Baptist, It's necessary that we fulfill all righteousness. Set things straight, set things right. That's sometimes the function of God's word in our lives. Isaiah That we hear today does some setting things straight. Does some correction. And you know, after all, we have to remember that we as human beings are broken, sinful. We do affirm that as much as we also affirm that we are God's creation and God's beloved people. So we need some correction sometimes. Well, I should speak for myself. When I think of our times today, no different than any other time, I suppose, it would be good for God's word to set things straight, true things up, bring some correction. And like I say, I think God's word, Jesus and Isaiah, do that big time today. You see, Isaiah was speaking to the people of God in a time when they thought they were doing all the pious things, they were doing fast. And they were worshiping and doing the sacrifices in the temple. And they were, you know, going through, you could say the motions, but I think they were even sincere about it. But they weren't really concerned about how they treated the poor and the lowly and the people, the kin even, the family who were struggling, let alone other people of the community, other people even weaker or more vulnerable. They weren't worried about that. No, their piety was focused on themselves. They were undergoing a project, it would seem to make themselves look good. Those who have ears to hear, hear. Isaiah said, if you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil... If you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness. Then you will be great, Isaiah says. The darkness and your gloom will be like noonday. That's a setting of the record straight. You know... um, it's a danger when we think about our worship life and our religiosity, that, that somehow it can be to make ourselves look good or to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. But it's just a natural thing. I don't mean to be even too judgmental about it. I remember getting on a plane going to Israel. Some people have heard me tell this story before. And there is a very devout, there are lots of Jewish, very devout people going to Israel from New York um, this was the Hasidic Jewish um, tradition, and, you know, they had the black hats on and everything, and, and it was really beautiful to watch. But this one gentleman, though, wanted to sit next to his son, his younger son, who was sitting next to me. He was, the son was about my age. The dad was older. And he took someone else's seat on the aisle. It was a woman, and she came and said, excuse me, sir, I think you're in my seat. And he, he wasn't going to move. He wasn't going to move. And... Uh, you know, she was trying to be nice about it, and then she went and got the flight attendant and the flight pit, and this guy was just no, and he started to be mean about it, and he just wouldn't but He was going to sit next to his son. It wasn't his seat, but it was his spot, and he was going to do it. And, and it, he was actually quite rude. I was quite embarrassed about it. And then, for the next nine hours, he and his son read the Hebrew Scriptures together. Sometimes, our piety, we miss the point that's our neighbor now something beautiful happened when i told this story at manna bible study this was so great someone had the gall the audacity to say well did you think about getting up and giving the woman your seat i got to talk to this congregation My mom said, when you point the finger, yeah, that's right. Here I'm pointing the finger at someone else. Look what happens. Oh, it's a dangerous thing to point the finger. Isaiah says, hey, you want to get your pie? you want to get things straight? Stop pointing the finger. Jesus said something like, I don't know, take out the log in your own eye before you take out the speck and your neighbors. Let that sink in from the lowest to the highest in the land. You do that. You stop pointing the finger. You take care of the log in your own eye. You start caring for the lowly and the weak and the struggling, the person in need right next to you. You um, look at your spouse and you stop keeping score. You, instead of um, loving to be loved, that that you just lose yourself in the other person. Um, And and you lose yourself in your neighbor and you start to disappear and you start to care and be compassionate and you start to live like that. Then your light will shine, Isaiah says. And speaking of lights, Jesus stands before us today. In this great Sermon on the Mount, this greatest sermon of all times you could say. And he says, you are the light of the world. But even before that, he said, you are the salt. You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. Wow. Salt and light. Jesus says we are. Now, when I read a lot of commentaries on this, and I, I, you know, sometimes I read a few other sermons just to see what other pastors are thinking you know what I you know and I heard a lot of you should. We should be shining brighter. We should be more salty. You ought to, you better. What are you doing? Kind of like Isaiah. But Jesus is a little different. Did you catch it? He didn't say you ought to be light. You should try harder to be light. You should work harder on being salt. He said, you are salt. For you English grammatical people, the verb is in the indicative mood. This is a declaration of fact. This is a a promise. This is a statement of the way it is. This is not in the imperative move. Jesus didn't say, go out, be light, shine. He said, you are light. You are salt. It's a divine decree from the Lord of the universe, the one who lived his life as salt and light for us, and died on the cross for us and was raised from the dead, that guy, that self-revelation of God, that God-man Jesus said, you are light, you are salt. Does it sound different now? Boy, when you hear it as a promise, as a creation of Jesus, He's setting things right in a different way, isn't he? I mean, Isaiah clears it, makes it plain, makes it plain about how we are to live and what a life of faith looks like. And then Jesus stands in the midst of us in that great tradition, but says something a little different, and he says, I make you light, I make you salt. I say, this is who you are. In the faith of your baptism, you are salt, you are light. Now, now, we don't have to think about it as a should, or a woulda, or a coulda. Now, we get to just know that's who we are. And then things start to happen. Oh, my goodness, things start to happen. I mean, I started thinking about all the ways I'm seeing God's light shine and the saltiness of Christians today. Just... I, I started to, to rattle off a few at Manor Bible Study and then in other conversations, and I just start going, and I can't stop. I mean, if I really get started here, I mean, we really need to settle in. We don't have uh, adult Sunday school today. We have the scout breakfast. We, can, we don't want the bacon to get cold, but, you know, um, you know, I mean, I read a testimony from one of our Eagle Scouts recently about how our scouting program has shaped his life. And I thought, wow, salt of the earth. Thanks be to God for our scouts. And then um, I started thinking about uh, the folks of this congregation who go down and read with kids at Silver Ridge Elementary and what an impact that's making. And then I started to think about our feeding our feeding program, our lunch program and food program that we did at um, Esquire Hills this summer and the difference it made in that apartment complex. Less racial tension, less... Kids fighting, all because we simply showed up and gave some food. And then I thought about our, our book program that actually this year kept low-income kids' reading scores from dropping, and they leveled off over the summer, and they didn't do what almost all lower-income kids' reading scores do in the summer. And we did that. You did that. Not because we wanted to cross off some box somewhere that, look, we're being better light. It's just because that's who we are. That's who you are. I, I talked to someone recently who just actually got the guts to say, you know what, um, I am so excited about our congregation that I go to. The preachers preach God's love. This is what they said. The music we celebrate, it's awesome. You ought to think about coming. They actually said that to someone. <laughs> I mean, that when you get that Jesus says this is who you are, you just start to be salty. Now, here's the cool quick thing. i got to say this quick about salt and light. The great thing about, think about these. If a, if a food, if a dish is too salty, no good. See, the great thing about getting the salt just right is you, it's there, but you don't notice it. And you know what light does? Yeah, this is a beautiful, a candle is beautiful, but though that light hits you. Light is not focused on itself. It, it illumines that which it's shining on. You look at the sun, it's like way too bright, but you look at what the sun is lighting up. It's beautiful. Thank goodness we have some today. Woohoo! <laughs> That's the kind of salt and light Jesus wants us to be, not focused on ourselves. That's the whole problem with religious piety, is it gets focused on ourselves. Look at me. Wow. Jesus comes and he sets us right today. Isaiah comes and sets us right. But Jesus comes and does it a different way, a little bit different way, in that he fulfills the law for us. We get connected to him, and in his cross and resurrection, he trues us up. And makes us right because we are clothed in his righteousness. So, how can we do anything else but flavor up this stale world with some salt and shine the light of God's love? Amen.
0: Together let us confess our faith in the Lord gives us all of God's promises. God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us now come before our merciful God with our prayers for our community and for our world
2: lord god given over to our own desires and will we have no flavor but bitterness and no light but darkness flavor us with your love and lead us to follow that we may reflect your life lord in your mercy Hear lord jesus we cry out to you for healing and mercy the coronavirus continues to have countries on lockdown and families in mourning floods follow fires in australia shootings and attacks of terror seem all around and wars and bitter conflicts continue to rage. Help us both to see and to seek your life. Continue to pray always for your presence in our world. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayers.
2: Spirit of God, connect us more deeply to you and more broadly to our neighbors. In all we do as a community of faith and as faith-filled people in your world, inspire us, give us your words, and grant us times of stillness to hear your voice. Lord, in your mercy. Lord.
0: Loving God, we pray, we pray this day for peace and for comfort for Jessica Godfrey, for a safe pregnancy for her as her child is not expected to live. We pray also for the family of Gloria Jacobson as they mourn her death. God we pray for, we pray for many who are recovering. We lift up before you Sir Ber- Sue Bernhardt, Carl Susag, uh, Olivia, Jean Sherbison's granddaughter, Don Thorson, Dory Pitts, Sean Hamrick and, his, and Delaney Gallagher and their continued coverage, and Kevin Crane. Lord, we also lift up those who are facing cancer for Cindy and Jim, Alan, John, Kathy Bowman, Elizabeth, Angela, Dave, Jim, Ron, Kathy Schaefer, and Carol. And for our deployed uh, uh, military, we especially remember those who are mourning uh, the shooting death of those in the military but we also lift up those in our own midst who are deployed and ask that you would watch over them, for Paul and Jillian, Bradley, Aaron, Rebecca, Eric, Megan, Jared, Andrew, David, and their families here at home. We, we continue to pray for many in our midst, O oh God, and we name others before you now aloud. Lord, in your mercy, into your hands, O oh God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in the mercy you have shown us through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you all. And also with you. We share that peace with one another. Well, as you share peace with one another, share this community time with one another, an important time of our worship, I ask you to pass the friendship booklets along the way as well to note your presence here with us. If you're a guest of ours, it's a great place to note a physical or email or other uh, contacts so that we can um, make that contact with you, begin to connect with you for sure. Um, lots of things going on. Certainly today we got that pancake breakfast uh, for, with the Scouts and uh, that connection that continues. And also, the women's retreat. Uh, Very little time left to sign up. I forgot my wig today, so that's all you get. Um, And then, hey, 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 it's Fat Tuesday, right? We got that coming up as well, so sign up to help. Come to Fat Tuesday. We got a great, we're going to do the Esther drama again, but we put in some musical numbers. Uh, Everything from Twisted Sister to the Washington State fight song, so it's going to be very, very cool musical. or a total train wreck, but either way, it's going to be entertaining, right? (laughs) There is a snow day coming up next week. I know I'm leading that. I'll see on Monday what that's going to entail, but we do have some families signed up, so if you want to join them um, to do some sledding, some snowshoeing, uh, we'll just have some fun, some winter fun. All right. I think that's it uh, for announcements this morning, uh, and we'll continue with our pledges and offerings.
2: Let us pray, God of all creation, all you Amen. have made is good, and your love endures forever. You bring forth bread from the earth and fruit from the vine. Nourish us with as these years, that we might by your life enlighten. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with
0: you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. By the leading of a star, he was shown forth to all nations. In the waters of the Jordan, you proclaimed him your beloved son. And in the miracle of water turned to wine, he revealed your glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
1: All we dreamed
0: In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your love as you have taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord God, send your spirit upon these elements and upon us that you may be truly present to us. Amen. I invite you to be seated and come forward as you're invited.
1: In the
0: I invite you to rise as you're able. The body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Amen.
2: Everlasting God, we bless you that you have brought us to the mountaintop and fed us with the life and light of your Son. Send us in his name from this place to bring light into dark corners, healing where lives are torn, and nourishment to every heart, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. God the Father, light creator. God the Son, light from light. God the Holy Spirit, light revealer. Bless you now and forever. Amen.
1: Amen. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. I shall not be, I shall not be moved like a tree planted by the wall.
2: Grace filled. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Come and enjoy
3: breakfast.